Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to cover our favorite musicians turned to actors. Now, actually, they don't have to be musicians you actually enjoy their music. For the most part, most of my picks aren't musicians where I really care for their music that much, but I do enjoy the films they're in or their acting ability. So this should be an interesting episode. It's a lot of fun. But before we get into that, I want to give a plug again to my dad, who wrote uh, an excellent new novel called The Cracker Jack. And it's on Amazon now, so go to The Cracker Jack and and Robert M. Davis, and you can buy his book. And and the great thing about it is all the royalties do go to charities, uh, one being the Wounded Warrior Project and a local animal shelter where we got my family dog from Bridget Bar Dog. Now, somebody, I was talking to my dad, and he's like, do, does anyone even know where this name come, comes from? Well, there was a classic French actress named Brigitte Bardot, and of course, that turned into Bridget Bar Dog. So, we Americanized it only the way, only how my dad could do it. So, there you go. So, go to Amazon.com, search The Cracker Jack. It's a great novel, Robert M. Davis. And you will be supporting not only an independent author, but also a variety of charities. All right, number 10 on my list for favorite musicians turned actors is Chris Christopherson. And and it's kind of an interesting pick because he starred in the 1976 version of A Star is Born, which, of course, is remade for the fourth time now with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Uh, But he started as a country singer and he starred in some of my favorites would be like Blade. He played... uh, Wesley Snipes' kind of vampire hunter buddy, uh, of course, The Star is Born. Convoy, where we got all into all those trucker movies from the 70s, you know, you know, come in good buddy, da-da-da-da-da, you know, all those fun fun movies. Uh, Semi-Tough with um, Burt Reynolds, and uh, Payback with Mel Gibson, which is a good movie. So Chris Christopherson is number 10 on my list. Number 9, and I went back and forth on this one, but I picked Madonna pretty much for two movies. This is one of the few where I actually enjoy her music, especially from the 80s. Um, Desperately Seeking Susan, she wasn't really having to act that much. That was basically her. So, uh, But that's a really entertaining 80s movie. She was also in Vision Quest. She doesn't really act. She's just performing. But uh, just to give a heads up, Stu and I are going to be recording a episode on the Vision Quest soundtrack. So that should be interesting. And then, of course, A League of Their Own. That's a great movie. It's one of the best baseball movies, and her role has kind of... I forgot her name in it, but she kind of plays, you know, your typical Madonna, kind of sexy, uh, flirty woman, but she she's really good in that role, and, and that's a terrific movie. And that's part where she's she doesn't have to really own, you know, the she doesn't have to be the main lead in that. She can kind of be part of an ensemble, and it worked really well. Number eight is Ice Cube, and so pretty much for two movies, Friday. The Friday movies are terrific. They're hilarious. Uh, working with Chris Tucker, but Ice Cube pretty much plays Ice Cube. And then there's 21 Jump Street, where, you know, when he was in NWA, he was very anti-police. He probably still is to a certain point. And then he plays the main uh, police chief in 21 Jump Street, pretty much playing himself. But uh, as you'll see, a lot of our a lot of picks came, that came from other people, rappers were on there. And so maybe they make good actors. I'm not saying that you have to play a role when you're, an, when you're a rapper, but maybe it helps. Number seven... Elvis Presley. Yeah, like a lot of his movies, they're kind of eh, cheesy in a way, and part of that's not necessarily... That wasn't his fault. His, his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, 
uh, protected him in many ways, but probably hindered him in many ways, because at the bottom line, he wanted to make as much money for Elvis as possible. And Elvis wanted to be a serious actor, and unfortunately, it was easier just to kind of play these kind of cutesy roles in movies that weren't taken too seriously, but they're still a lot of fun. You know, Jailhouse Rock, Love Me Tender, uh, Viva Las Vegas, you know, kind of the, the Blue Hawaii, you know, all those movies, they're fun, they're of the time, but you can't, you can't take them seriously. They're, they're kind of like fluff of the time, but Elvis wasn't a bad actor. And of course, he's brilliant when it come, came to his music. Number six, Dean Martin. Pretty much all the music, the only song I remember is That's Amore, and that's fine, it's a classic, but he was great as, you know, he's part of the Rat Pack, he was with Jerry Lewis, but terrific in Rio Bravo, the Matt Helm movies, if you don't know Matt Helm, it was kind of the precursor of, like, the spoof James Bond films, really well done, and of course all the Rat Pack movies, Ocean's Eleven, terrific, absolutely terrific. Number five, we're going to stay with the, the Rat Pack theme, is Frank Sinatra, the chairman of the board. His music is timeless, amazing voice, but he was actually very underrated as an actor in many ways. As I mentioned with Dean Martin, Ocean's Eleven, the original is great. The original Manchurian Candidate is really great, From Here to Eternity. And then he did some really cool detective movies in the late 60s, uh, Tony Rome, uh, The Detective, and then Lady in the Cement. All really well done, worth your time, worth checking out. And you may have a newfound appreciation for Frank Sinatra. Number four... Dolly Parton. She's great. Don't necessarily like her music, though I do like a few songs. 9 to 5 is a classic. Of course, the movie 9 to 5 was her film debut, which to me, I promote that as much as possible on this podcast, but especially today when you have, you know, certain issues coming up when it comes to like workplace harassment. This was way ahead of its time and kind of groundbreaking for the time with Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, and of course, Dolly Parton. One of the uh, another movie that I promote a lot that's kind of a guilty pleasure is Rhinestone. Is it going to win any awards? Of course not. It's considered one of the worst movies to many people, but it really isn't. You just got to give it a shot. It's with Sylvester Stallone, who you know I enjoy, but it's a really well done film and, and not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. And the other one is Straight Talk, and that's where she's with James Woods. She ends up playing a uh, radio host who gives advice. Uh, kind of stumbled upon it, but she's typical Dolly. She's kind of that cute, charming personality, and uh, it's a, it's a well done film. Of course, she was in other movies like Steel Magnolias, but that's something that's a one and done, and you know that's <laughs> there's no need to to be bawling every day. You you know every time you watch that movie. Number three in the second rapper on my list is Will Smith. Now people actually probably forget he was a rapper. He was with DJ Jazzy Jeff, and then went into the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, I remember seeing his videos on MTV, and they were fun. He was kind of like not the not the serious rapper he was kind of your your safe rapper quote unquote you know it was his kids could listen to it and not really be uh too offended it wasn't like ice cube with nwa but he turned into one of the top actors one of the top actors in general in in, in movies and men in black look that that's as good as it gets when it comes to that it's he's fitted perfectly with tommy lee jones and then he really showed how good he could be uh, in Ali, when he played Muhammad Ali. That is a terrific adaptation. I, he's one of the few actors I think could have really pulled it off. Uh, Chadwick Boseman's kind of turned into the go-to biography guy, but you know Will Smith, excellent, excellent as Muhammad Ali. Number two, and for a while there, she was my number one until I realized there was another number one <laughs> by defi- because I did some research. But number two is Cher, and yeah, her music, nah, it doesn't do much for me. The Sonny and Cher show, you know, Turn Back Time, all that all that stuff, that doesn't do much. But in the 80s, 
She had a great run, and she really hasn't done much acting lately, but she was terrific. And, and let me just name some of the, some of the movies um, from pretty much the 1980s to early 90s. She was in Silkwood with Meryl Streep, Mask, where I believe she was nominated for an Oscar. She didn't win, um, but terrific. It's a tearjerker movie, but she's great in it. Uh, the movie Suspect, where she plays a, a lawyer, and she's trying to get... Um, God, I forgot who the guy's name is. When we, we talk about it with Malin, um, oh, it was Liam Neeson, I believe. Uh, and Dennis Quaid is in it too, where, uh, they're trying to get this, um, this guy who was wrongfully accused of murder and trying to get him off. And it's a really well done movie. She then won an Academy Award for Moonstruck, though I think Glenn Close should have won for Fatal Attraction, but no, terrific. She's terrific in that. And then an underrated one is Mermaids with uh, Winona Ryder and a very young Christina Ricci. It's a really well done film. It's kind of, you know, those cutesy movies and uh, Bob Hoskins is in it too. So definitely check out all those movies. They're definitely worth your time. All right. My number one pick for musicians turned actors, and this is one that I don't think a lot of people realize, especially, well, nobody my age, but uh, is Doris Day. She started as a singer. She sang on radio programs in the late 1930s and then performed for the troops overseas during World War II before getting into films in the 40s. Uh, I love almost all of her films, and not necessarily her musicals so much, but when she started getting into like the Rock Hudson movies, uh, you know, like Pillow Talk and movies like that, Teacher's Pet with Clark Gable, uh, It Happened to Jane, uh, the Touch of Mink with Cary Grant, The Thrill of It All with James Garner. I mean, these are all terrific films. I mean, the movies she did with David Niven—they're just—they're super fun. There's a certain she—she she is everyone's. I think if everyone wanted to have uh, June Cleaver as their mom from *Leave It to Beaver*, I think Doris Day wouldn't be far behind. She just had that personality that everyone seemed to love, and she was like America's sweetheart. So Doris Day had to be number one on my list for favorite musician turned actor. All right, for my honorable mentions, I'll go through them quickly. Uh, Lee Ving from the punk band Fear, he uh, he acted a little bit as a character actor. He was in, uh, actually in Flashdance, where he plays one of the sleazy bar owners. He's in other movies, too. Uh, I think I talked about with Keith Rochford. Ice-T, he didn't really do a lot of film acting, though he was in Breaking 1 and Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, uh, where he plays pretty much himself. But he's also Officer Tutuola in Law & Order SVU, but we weren't really talking about TV in this one, so... Uh, of course, Barbara Streisand, she gets mentioned. Uh, not a big fan of her, of her music, but she has a tremendous voice, and she's actually a very good actress as well. Liza Minnelli, she has to be on that list too. Very good actress, amazing voice. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I think everyone wants to forget the Funky Bunch, including him, but he did start as a quote-unquote musician. I use that term loosely. He's turned in probably to one of the best actors of any of these people that I put in my list. And then here's one that's equal. Um... It's Judy Garland. I, I think she pretty much did both equally. You kind of had to back then. It was kind of a, you sang, you danced, you acted, you did everything. But you can't deny her voice. She was a, a brilliant actress as well. Um, but I didn't really know where to put her because I didn't know if she was really a singer or an actress first. So she's she's definitely worth mentioning. And then last is Meatloaf. <laughs> Lindley and I were kind of joking about this because she was talking about, like, have you heard of Bat Out of Hell? I'm like, yeah, of course. And she's like, would you want to see that on Broadway? I'm like, no, not really. But, uh, yeah, he acted. He was in the, the movie version of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was in a very <laughs> underrated movie, though it's it's not great, but it's fun. It's called Black Dog with Patrick Swayze, where he kind of plays this uh, sleazy uh, truck 
driver operator or whatever he was doing but yeah he's not a bad actor i think he's a good actor anyway this was a lot of fun and let's get into what everyone else has to think in this week's episode all right we're back with malin welcome back hey brian so for this week's episode we're going to keep up with the music theme and we're going to choose our favorite musicians who eventually became actors and so they had the the one caveat they had to start as musicians first and then we eventually liked them once once they became uh into movies so let's hear what your list is i was kind of worried that you'd have that rule uh for these and i didn't i don't know if i did thorough thorough research so there may be some overlap but i don't think so i, I think i got rid of somewhere there was overlap okay um but yeah you can call me out if i mentioned somebody who was an actor first i don't think so but uh so my first one is david bowie oh um, definitely yeah so as soon as you mentioned the topic for this week uh, immediately i thought of david bowie um uh because of the hunger um twin peaks fire walk with me and of course labyrinth yes um the hunger was this have you seen the hunger it's this really dark twisted uh 1980s take on vampirism i don't i haven't but this sounds interesting it sounds like something i'd like yeah so it's got it's got catherine deneuve in it as this kind of matriarch uh vampire not really matriarch vampire but kind of an, an ancient vampire david bowie as her initial kind of vampire love interest and then susan sarandon in this um uh kind of becomes her next love interest. And it's really weird, very 1980s, um, very dark take on vampirism. And David Bowie plays um, a fantastic spot in that movie. Yeah, one of the things I like about his film roles is that you could probably say that about everything he's been in. Hunger, definitely. Twin Peaks, absolutely. Labyrinth, that's his, I, I think, arguably his most kind of normal run-of-the-mill film and it's pretty weird exactly yeah exactly (laughs) it totally is (laughs) yeah so all of his roles are a lot of fun and i think labyrinth is fantastic obviously and he gets to be both a performer and an actor performer in the musical sense and that's that's right and that's uh i i think i told you in the past that was the first time i actually even heard david bowie singing or even saw him so yeah so that um so if that was the first film where you'd ever seen him or heard him singing, did you know of his musical career before that? Not at all. And so that's when I wanted to go back. And then re- it was funny because then I started to discover, you know, like Ziggy Stardust. And I'm like, well, he's kind of got the same hairstyle. So I didn't realize how, <laughs> how how diverse his music really was until much later, probably like high school. So it's interesting you say that. There is one person on this list who I saw as an actor and had no idea of his musical career um, until later. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of stupid at the time. I was just a kid. <laughs> but um, So Frank Sinatra, I oh, yeah. was introduced to him first as an actor, and I didn't realize anything about his musical career until much later. And um, the first film I saw him in was The Manchurian Candidate, so yes. this real kind of dramatic powerhouse and, you know, nothing kind of uh, light or musical about that at all. So, you know, I can kind of, like, forgive myself as a child for not, like, seeing that aspect of him, but I was completely convinced that he was just a dramatic actor. And later, when I found out that he had this huge musical career, I had to, like, mentally kind of um, make room for that because I was kind of 
devoted to him as like a dramatic actor. That's a great point, especially about older actors and actresses. He kind of had to sing and perform back then, whether it be Judy Garland or even Doris Day. Doris Day was a, a, a very popular singer, but most people only know her for her acting. Putting these together, I was trying to think, do I like them just because of their acting and it's incidental that they were musical performers outside of this or for inclusion on this list, do they have to be both? Um, like I have to enjoy their music and be familiar and enjoy their acting. I kind of veered towards the acting bias when I was going through here. Cause some of these, I don't really know their music. A right. Lot. And I, I was kind of leaving that up to everyone to, to decide on their own. For me, it was more like, I didn't necessarily have to like their music. Cause if I went that route, I would have picked Neil Diamond and he was only in one movie. So, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not the greatest film either. So. Yeah. Well, I had a couple of on my um, short list before this who just do cameos. Yes. But then a mu huge musical career. And I thought, OK, that's that's too that's too much cheat. Um, yeah, we want to actually so, they actually carried a film. That's that's what I was kind of looking for. Yeah. 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 So good. We're on the same page. Cool. I, I'm behaving myself. This week. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, so Frank Sinatra. Also, Ocean's Eleven. I thought he was fantastic in that. That's oh, a really yeah. fun movie. The original one, of course. Mm -hmm. Um but I also wanted to mention Sammy Davis Jr., who's also in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if he gets enough respect for his film career. It's not as extensive as, say, Dean Martin or Frank Sinatra. Mm -hmm. But um, I think he did a great job in Ocean's Eleven. And maybe, maybe I'm kind of uh, focused on him whenever I see it, because uh, I think there's a, an interesting social commentary with his character, because the whole kind of, um, heist, not to give too much away, but it, a huge part of it kind of hinges on the ability of Sammy Davis Jr.'s character to be invisible as a trash collector. Right. Like if, if he had been noticed, and he would have been noticed if he wasn't, you know, black, mm -hmm. I mean, they kind of take advantage of that. And I think also spin it if you want to read it that way as a mm -hmm. social commentary on Vegas in the U.S. during, um, middle of the 20th century where the racial lines were still quite, you know, um, uh, kind of there. Yeah. And you bring up a good point. Um, because also Frank purposely made him part of the rat pack. Like he was pretty much, as far as I always heard, he was colorblind regarding to that. Like Sammy was always his guy. So, um, <laughs> kind of ahead of his time for, for that era. Yeah, absolutely. And if you, if anyone listening to this has a chance to give um, the original Ocean's Eleven a rewatch, yes. and just kind of watch how they play with uh, issues of race and Sammy Davis Jr.'s um, character and his role in the heist and how integral it is and how it's linked to race. And there are a couple of good shots at the end um, that I think are very poignant. No, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, so Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra, who else do I got? Uh, Dolly Parton. Absolutely. She's done, She's on my list. And, you know, I have I put her down immediately. I just thought, oh, I think she was actually the second one I thought of, and I put her down for 9 to 5. Yes. But then I realized there, you know, there are other things. I absolutely adore her at 9 to 5. She's the most lovable character. And I think, I'm not sure, I know that was one of her earliest roles. No, it maybe was, it wasn't. It was her she's first. she's a lot. No, that was her first movie uh, that she was ever in. Yeah. She is just so good on the screen. She, she is. really is. 
it's amazing that that's a, a first time role for her. But, um, but that and Steel Magnolias, she's absolutely fantastic in that. It's like, uh, yeah, she's just a really interesting entertainer who can do so much. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I definitely mentioned this, but guilty pleasure. I love Rhinestone with her and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> like, I, it's a, I, I grew up with it. It's completely ridiculous because she's trying to turn um, Sylvester Stallone into a country singer, but she's great in it. And it's just, there are many funny scenes in New It. In New it. I think it kind of gets a bad rap. The other movie is with um, James Woods. It's called Straight Talk, where she's kind of like a radio um, oh, host. Right. Yeah. yeah. And she kind of falls into the role, and she's like an advice uh, radio host, and uh, she's really good in that too. I I remember seeing parts of that way back in the day, but I don't remember it very well. I do remember her being really good in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it had some funny parts, but I don't remember anything else about it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so moving on, uh, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So. My parents were, well, my mother in particular, I think, was um, really, really a fan of Barbara Streisand because uh, she had um, a lot of Barbara Streisand's records, and they'd be playing in the house sometimes. I, the musical taste of my parents was kind of eclectic when I was a, a kid. Uh, I remember there was a lot of Beethoven, mm. the Beatles, and Barbara Streisand. Um, wow. <laughs> and the Grateful Dead, a lot of Grateful Dead. So it's kind of all over the place. They, they um, liked a lot of B people between the Beatles, Beethoven, <laughs> and Barbara. <so. laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Um, yeah, maybe they were just stuck in one letter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got expanded yeah. discography. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Barbara Streisand, I was familiar with her music. I wasn't particularly interested in it uh, nearly as much as my parents were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did I did like Yentl. Um mm. Even even as a kid, I thought that the the gender play in that, even though now I look back on it and I say, okay, well, you know, they're playing on genders a bit in there, and it's a dramatic film, and mm-hmm. they have opportunities to push the envelope a little bit, but they keep it really kind of um, hetero safe. Yeah. Um, pardon me for saying that, but um, no, they, they did. Yeah, so they they didn't really push the envelope beyond that. They, um, but she's fantastic in it, and between Yentl and Hello Dolly, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty impressive that she has that that much range anyone to have that much range to go from really brilliant uh drama uh role with some funny bits um to an absolutely fantastically hilarious musical um and i'm glad you i'm glad you brought her up because she was of course in one of the remakes of a star is born and now a star is born is going to be made remade yet again with lady gaga which to me this is one of the films i've been looking forward to more than any in a long time really so so what is your interest in the remake is because you liked the earlier version or because you like lady gaga or so it's all because i like lady gaga and and a lot of people might be like what because i i'm into hard rock and heavy metal but i think she's fabulous and she's got an amazing voice she actually really enjoys um hard rock and heavy metal herself and she's very diverse in her tastes and i think she's perfect for this type of role because this could lead to you know kind of a movie career for her too plus bradley cooper's awesome as well so i'm really i'm really looking forward to this not just for the movie but also the soundtrack cool well i'm i'm glad you said that you like lady gaga i'm i'm i can't say that i'm particularly a fan but i i was kind of caught off guard by you saying that because <laughs> i'm familiar with you being yeah like a, much more into like the heavy metal um so it's yeah, it's good to 
you know, just good to kind of. Well, I mean, I, I've always been into if it's good, it's good. Right. And, you know, whether it be I like Neil Diamond, I like Elton John, I like Billy Joel. You know, I like all sorts of, of music, though. You know, my all time favorite is, of course, hard rock. But, um, you know, if, if it if you can hit a certain, you know, feeling in me, I'm going to like it regardless of what genre you are. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, it expands it expands my image of you. Thank you. I, um, I, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. What else do I got? I went through most of them now. Okay, so Queen Latifah. Yeah. Um, I put her down. I, you know, I've I haven't seen her in most of the things she she's done. I think, but she did some really fantastic turns in both Hairspray and Chicago, both of which she has um, musical numbers in. Um, but uh, but yeah, is kind of in the scenes that she's in, she's kind of captures it. Yeah, and she's turned into a very good actress. Like she's in a lot of good movies. So I even like the one where she's with Steve Martin bringing down the house. So <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of a guilty pleasure. So I'm gonna have to watch that. Um, I like Steve Martin a lot, and I like her in what I've seen her in, and I haven't seen that. And there's no reason for me not to see it, except maybe I'm being like a comedy snob. Um, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely lowbrow. Kind of weird <laughs> away from like broad comedy recently, and I need to stop doing that because that looks like something I'd enjoy. Yeah, it's it's not going to win any awards, but it's it's like those popcorn movies, you know. Popcorn movies are fantastic, though. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay, last one on my list. Share. Absolutely. Oh, uh, absolutely. So uh, I put her at the bottom of the list of my list because I didn't want to be stereotypical. <laughs> so I'm glad that you put her on the top of your list because absolutely. I think that balances out the universe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she uh, not a huge fan of her music. I do like some of her songs, um, but actress wise. I don't think you can deny she's a very, very talented, especially in the 80s. She owned the 80s. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I put her down for um, Witches of Eastwick, yep. but um, just I, I have a lot of fun with that movie. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of dark, twisted fun. Um, but Moonstruck and Silkwood, she's got some really fantastic dramatic roles. I think um, she was nominated for Silkwood. Those are the, that's it. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. But she's like Dolly Parton. She's been in a lot of stuff yeah. where I don't even think I can necessarily remember everything she's been in because she'll pop up every once in a while. And when she is in a film, she is she's just acting. She's an actress. She's yeah. great. And, you know, and I don't think about her musical career. Um, like you know, pretty much at all. I, I do like some of the stuff that she's done. And I remember growing up as a kid seeing the Sonny and Cher show. Yep. Um, and I remember her from back then. It's kind of uh, amazing the transformation that she's made um, across the decades as well as across different media types. Oh, she's just a chameleon. Well, that was a great list, uh, Malin. So, again, thank you as always. Cool. Thanks, Brian. All Talk right. To you next time. All right. All right, we're back. Welcome back, Lindley. Thank you. So either we're going to do... Do you want loser producer, Lindley, or super producer, Lindley? I like loser producer. So we're... You you're know. LTL. It's good. Okay. So you want to make... You clear... switch back and forth. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> In this case, it's LTL. I be... might start to be internalizing the loser producer and start to myself, depending on the week. I don't know. This week, I'm fine. Okay, Eeyore. So we're going <laughs> to... So we... Last week, which was the fake movie ban episode, yes. you... Um, Inadvertently. I erroneously named yeah. a band. Um, well, I just mixed up the band. Both bands are in the movie. Mm -hmm. So it's Scott Pilgrim 
it was about the Envy Adams. I mean, specifically, mm-hmm. my daughter really loved that character. Envy Adams, the character I loved when she came on the screen and sang yeah. her song. And I said it was her singing in Crash and the Boys, but it's not. They are called The Clash at Demon Head. Mm-hmm. I had to look this up. Crash and the Boys, that's another amazing scene and a really funny band. Um, they have like, you know, like a 10 year old girl on drummer. Yeah. Um, so it's just very, I mean, she's adorable. It's funny. And then she flips off the <laughs> camera, like flips somebody off while they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, their, their song titles are I'm Sad, So Very, Very Sad, and We Hate You, Please Die. <laughs> And then they literally last like two seconds. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, that was a really great rendition. But um, there's some very, very funny. There's some yeah. very popular punk bands that basically did the same Probably. thing. Probably. So, yeah. And I know it's alluding to, yeah, yeah. bands that actually mm-hmm. do that. So, yeah, well, I'm glad funny. you clarified all, all Thank the Thank you. Yes. I felt horrible, we got, you know, an hour after we recorded. <laughs> I'm glad you voice. listened, though. We, that wasn't crushing the boys, yeah. All right, let's get so for this week we're actually yeah. going to do um, along the same lines, sort of, but we're we're going to do musicians that became actors, and yes. you don't have to like their music. Um, I do. I chose everybody that I like their music, and I like um, at least something they've been in. Okay, that's perfect. That was my. That's your criteria. Yeah, because yeah. I saw Beyonce, but I haven't seen Dream Girl. I mean, I like Beyonce's music. Sure, but you don't, don't like her know movies. her as an actress. Well, mm-hmm. again, I've only seen her in Gold Member, and right. I don't know if that's, that's not her fault. No, <laughs> no, that was not her fault. <laughs> I it haven't did. seen Dream Girls, right? But I actually heard Jennifer Hudson kind of outshone her. That's what Dream I heard Girls, too. Dream Girls, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit of a, Beyonce had a bit of a diva moment. Yes. Like that, right? But she was great. And we talked about this playing um, blues singer Etta James. Yeah. And I forgot what the movie was called, but it's about Chess Records, the blues label oh, sure, from sure, the sure. 50s. Oh, right. So and so she sings at last and everything. Yeah. She's great. She's oh. she's really well. Beyonce is Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce yeah. is Beyonce. Beyonce is Beyonce. So. <laughs> so let's get right into it and let's just go through your list. Okay. So my first uh, person is Will Smith. Uh, he's definitely on my list. Okay, and has I actually to had to actually check because I'm like I'm sure was he was he a rapper yeah. before he did the Fresh Prince and yes he was, he was. rapping under the name of the Fresh Prince and With DJ Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff. Jeff. Yep. Girl, what is it? that song um what? girls the trouble with girl i don't remember what it's called anyway yeah that's one of their earliest songs before mm-hmm. um that fresh prince of bel-air right theme song came out um yeah so love him um really loved his first movie he did that was mm-hmm. kind of it's not a will smith movie at all mm-hmm. and he became like this will smith vehicle yeah but it's called six degrees of separation no I haven't said, no yeah so it's this yeah it's kind of an indie film and he plays um, yeah, I mean, he's young. He plays like a college student mm-hmm. and a scam artist, kind of mm. charming, charming this couple. So, so like yeah. early 90s? It's a little dark. Okay. Yeah, it has to be, I guess it has to be early 90s because okay. Men in Black came out when? 96? Yeah, yeah, Maybe right around then. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my other movie that I love, or mm-hmm. the series that I love is Men in Black. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I love Will Smith. Well, I love Will Smith. I just love that that partnering. Uh, yeah, he works well with Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. Yeah. And then also with. Um, the guy who plays the young Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Thank who actually, you. He, you can't give him an Academy Award, but he was so spot on as Tommy Lee Jones. Yes, he was. I mean, yeah. the movie is silly and ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's the third Men in Black. Do we really need a third one? I thought I it was love really those good. Films. I always enjoy watching them. Yeah. They're, I mean, I think they're really funny. Actually, I think without that twist, I don't think you even needed a Men in Black 3. <laughs> so. Well, I'm sure you didn't. I don't think yeah. you need a Men in Black no. 3, but yeah. and are they going to do a Men in Black 4? I don't even know. 
I hope not. I just leave it as is, but who knows now. I think fine, I enjoy the story. I enjoy the universe that they that are they, in, yeah. you know, that they've created. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it. I could keep watching. Who's next? Okay, the next one is um, Moss Duff. Oh, really? <laughs> Moss yes, Duff, yeah. so Moss Duff. I, I, think say, it's, I always thought it was Moose. Moose. I say Moss Duff. Moss Duff. Moose Duff. Was he on? Right. I always knew him from Chappelle Show. He's on Chappelle Show, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's in, um, so the movie, I chose him chose for him or that I like him in is Be Kind Rewind. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what Jack that. Black, that's so, right. It's just like a sweet, sweet movie. Yeah. I feel like all these selections are like things that I think are they have like this sweet quality. So um, maybe that's what I chose my... It's not that I don't have any actresses on my list. I was really kind of bumming about that. I think I really most of mine are actresses. Are mostly actresses. Yeah. Oh, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so I love Be Kind Rewind. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, it's also very strange that it's Michelle Gondry movie. It's yeah. just like this goofy. I mean, his movies are goofy, but this one's extra goofy. Yeah. Right, with Jack. Well, I had fun with it because it's, that's, you I know, know the, the era of, yeah. VHS yeah, yeah. yeah. era like, yeah. Going, going away, right? Yeah. My next one, mm-hmm. David Bowie. Yeah, Malin. Yeah, Malin yes, Malin picked that. So there was a movie. So I remember I, Labyrinth I was the first. I'm shocked yeah. that he hasn't been in more things. He yeah. hasn't been in anything. He was in, um, did you ever see The Man That Fell to Earth? Nope. I remember my mom renting this and oh, like, that's old. So yeah, it came out in the 70s, but wow. it was, it was so obviously she read in the 80s. To be, have crossed over and done more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he seems more actory. Mm-hmm. Than he actually is, and only appearing in one. Yeah, and he's, film. and he's handsome, yeah. and he, he could have yeah. fit the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. role. Especially but... when they fixed his teeth after. He yeah, it's <laughs> a big improvement. Yes, but he always had the mullet, which was good. Yeah, uh, well, in the 80s, of I yeah. yeah, the first time I saw him was in Labyrinth too. That's the first mm-hmm. time I saw heard his music as well. I mean, that was I mean I was probably eight years old. So yeah, yeah. David Bowie heard his music. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yes. That's a fun um, movie. No, I knew of him before. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, so but my little brother little. listened to had Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy Stardust, uh-huh. yeah, that album. Um, so these are kind of my I haven't meant to, uh, but they are in the same band, mm-hmm. so that's why I've kind of put them together. Honorable mention, not exactly honorable mention. I like them, but um, so RZA from Wu Tang Clan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so you're out of my wheelhouse here. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Derailed. Did you ever see the movie no, Derailed? No, I haven't with seen Clive this. Owen. Clive Owens? Clive Owens Clive Owen. and Jennifer... Oh, Clive Owens, sorry. Clive's Owen. Clive <laughs> Owens. Clive <laughs> Owens. And um, Jennifer Aniston. Okay. And it is a silly, twisty movie. Silly, I mean, it's supposed to be like a noir, mm-hmm. you know, suspense thriller. It's kind of that. Um, anyway, he Has also, he been in anything else? Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. all that I said that I, I liked that movie. Mm-hmm. And I liked him in that movie. He kind of plays... Um, he's like the... Uh, what do I want to say? He's just kind of like the guy who helps out Clive Owen. I'll say that. He's like a character actor? I can't really, you don't want to, I don't want to give the plot away. Okay. It's like okay. a big twist. Got it. Yeah, he's always a character actor. He's also in Popstar, but he kind of mm. puts himself like commenting. You know, like, did you watch Popstar? Is that the one with uh, Adam Samberg? Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, Andy Samberg. You should watch yeah. Andy yeah. Samberg. I've seen it. It's funny. He's oh, like yeah. Bieber, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think he's whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. But he's one of the musicians they interview about, yeah. like, how great. <laughs> what is this? I forget what his name is. Connor. Connor for real? Yeah. Connor for real? <laughs> this is right at the height of Bieber acting completely <laughs> insane and, and yeah, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Popstar yeah. is hilarious yeah i love it anyway my other mm-hmm. honorable mention i'll go quicker um no, yeah. and then method man also in wu-tang land mm-hmm. but i don't have him for a movie so this is why i've starred him that you made you have all the rapper you picked him. all the rappers this is I good i picked 
Well, oh, uh, Will Smith. I don't really think yeah. Will Smith is a rapper. Uh, Method Man was in The Wire, and he played mm. Cheese in The Wire. Um, With a TV show? The Wire. The okay. TV show. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. He's also in movies. <laughs> he's in a lot of movies, just not movies that I particularly love right. or whatever. But in The Wire, well, I love The Wire. I need to rewatch The so Wire. So I had two rappers on my top ten. Mm. One, of course, is Will Smith. But the other one, I'm surprised, Ice Cube. No, see, I don't, you don't I, like I don't like his music, mm-hmm. and I don't, um, I'm not, not a big fan, fan of, his, of acting. his movies. Yeah, not his acting, maybe yeah. the acting's great. Again, like Beyonce, like, I love her music, but I don't really know any You don't like 21 Jump Street, where he plays a, he plays the head? It. I've never seen it. So I like, had to limit my list to, I enjoy their music, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed at least something they were in. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That, that was my own parameters I set for mm-hmm. myself. Those were not your parameters. Exactly. I, I just wanted to get you on the air because, as you know, with Super Producer Lindley, it always it always starts with, oh, oh, what am I, I don't have anything to say. And then you end up having tons of things to say. I actually fall to the floor off my chair. Uh, you did, yeah, you did. my shoulders. And, and none of us batted an eye. <laughs> Exhaustion with these topics. Uh, we need a video podcast now just for the me asking you this week's topic. So oh, I will never be on video. Oh, I will man. never, never, Brian. Any more? Nope, that's all I have. Amazing as always. Thank you so much, Lindley. Thank you. Uh, until next time. Never, when I have you told me I have time off now. Yes, you will. Yes. <laughs> Okay, we're back with Rachel. Welcome back. Hello. All right, for this week's episode, we're going to do kind of music again. And we're going to pick your favorite musicians. They had to start as musicians Mm -hmm. who then went into the acting world. And so I I don't know how you lean. Did you lean more towards you actually like their music and then they became an actor or vice versa? Uh, I have two people that I wanted to talk about. And in uh, both, I like (laughs) their music and their acting. That, uh, which that is works nice, well. yeah. Because yeah. all of the other people that I had thought of were like, "Well, I only like one or the other," or "I only actually know one or the other." Right. Because <laughs> again, my problem is very familiar with music, less familiar with movies. So mm-hmm. it's like I know a lot of musicians who act. I haven't seen any of their acting, <laughs> but I know that they do it. For example, like you want to see a Star Is Born. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I do. Yeah, it'll be interesting how she. I think she could probably pull off acting pretty oh, well. Yeah, I heard she's amazing. Yeah. I mean, she's amazing anyway. Yeah. But. The soundtrack is great. Which spoiler, we're going to do, or I'm going to do a uh, review of the the soundtrack. Oh, cool! And the soundtrack's really well done. I was uh, very impressed with Bradley Cooper, actually. Yeah, surprisingly. yeah, so. I've heard he he put in a lot of work. That's yeah, what you I can heard. tell. Like he's mm-hmm. he's got a pretty good voice, considering. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's get to your picks. Um. Okay. So the first person I want to talk about uh, is Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, going with my, uh, continuing my trend of talking about, like, I clearly was a child in the late 90s, yes. early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I love Justin Timberlake. Yes. Um, in sync and? in and all of the above. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like his most recent album. Mm-hmm. I think his, like, public image and what he's kind of getting up to now is, like, not my favorite thing, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. His halftime show was, like, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just all that kind of stuff. Whereas, which was really disappointing because I really loved the 2020 experience. Okay. Um, and the whole like Tennessee kids, that whole thing. I thought that was really great. And then he released this mysterious video of him like running around outside and talking about how he's like getting back to his roots and sort of rebranding and then put out a bunch of music that sounds exactly the same. Well, what is his roots? Uh, <laughs> Tennessee. He's from Nashville or, okay. or around there. Memphis, sorry. 
Because when I, I don't think pop music when I think of Nashville. Like, I don't think... Yeah, exactly. Yet. And the album preview was, like, all rustic and, like, outdoorsy. Mm. And it was called Man of the Woods. And, and, <laughs> and all of the talk was, like, he was getting back to his roots. And maybe in certain ways he was, but yeah. it all just still sounded like a bunch of, like, Timbaland-produced sure. Pharrell stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it was fine. Like, it's not necessarily bad, I think. It's mm-hmm. just I listened to about half of the album once and was like, I don't really care to hear the rest of this which was a bummer because i love everything else he's done Mm -hmm. movie wise what are your go-to movies for him uh i really liked the social network okay i thought he was really good in that um and then uh, friends with benefits the movie he was in with mila kunis yeah that came out at the same time as no strings attached with ashton kutcher and uh natalie portman Portman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um which i i only saw friends with benefits and not no Strings Attached. I might have seen parts of No Strings Attached on TV or something. Mm-hmm. But I really liked Friends with Benefits. It was like a nice, easy rom-com. rom-com. Yeah. I watched it in my college dorm and I had nothing to do one day. Have you seen Bad Teacher? I haven't. That's for... It's it's super... Right. Inappropriate and, and, and but fun. I mean, yeah. it's very super badass. Yeah. But he plays a very interesting teacher that's kind of got his own. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I think he's really funny. Yeah, no, he's and talented. I, yeah, yeah, and I love his stuff that he does with like Jimmy Fallon and everything mm-hmm. on SNL and then on his show. And I just think he's he's always hilarious. A dick in the box. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was reading his, his Wikipedia page and they talked about that. Um, it some people like unaired aired it as a as an unofficial single of Justin Timberlake. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's how big of a deal it's it was. Just a skit. Yeah, it's a good song. That was one. That was a, that turned viral because I want to say that was what two thousand two thousand six six. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for. Yeah. But I remember being here and just like that. Everyone was messaging each other. With that, mm-hmm. that oh, I can't imagine all the various problems that you run into when something called "dick in a box." Oh, yeah. yeah. But then again, popular. we were doing directory work with porn, so this was like pretty tame, actually. That's so. true. Hey, girl, I got something real important to give you. So just sit down and listen. Girl, you know we've been together such a long, long time. Just the one Something to show you that 
So what is your other pick? Uh, David Diggs. I don't even know who this which is. Which is kind of cheating because okay. technically he was an actor first, but he was a stage actor <laughs> okay. first uh, and then did music and then did more stage acting and now like kind of recently has broken more into TV and film. Okay. Uh, he's probably most well-known to the general audience as the person who originated the roles of Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. Ah, okay. But he also, and then he created and co-starred in Blindspotting, which came out this year. And I feel somewhat unqualified to talk about how much I love him because I haven't seen Blindspotting. (laughs) It was one of those movies that I really wanted to see when uh, it came out. And then, you know, going to the movies is hard because it takes time. Yeah. So I've never heard of him. So Mm -hmm. so explain to me, what, what is his music like? Uh, (laughs) He's a rapper. Okay. And he's, uh, um... The vocalist of an experimental hip-hop group called Clipping, okay. where their music is sort of industrial, experimental-sounding, um, but he's got such a great like rap flow, mm-hmm. uh, and he has a couple music videos out from a solo, as a solo artist and then in various groups that he's been in. He's from Oakland, mm-hmm. too, which is why... It's local, uh, yeah. yeah. it's local, and uh, bl- Blind Spotting takes place and is about Oakland. Okay. And all that stuff. So now, what I, is Blind Spotting about? um gentrification ah okay got it sort of uh which if you live in the bay area that's yeah big word for us yeah yeah. um it's i haven't seen it so i I can't really talk about it too thoroughly but i really want to see it Mm -hmm. uh, because it intersects a lot of things that i really like Mm -hmm. um such as the Bay Area. Yeah. And uh, they do, I think they, the movie is sort of mostly, you know, dialogue and stuff, but then they'll have, like, bits that are spoken word poetry and everything. It's mm. very, like, I know, it sounds very cool. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I really, I really like him. I think he's super talented. And he's been doing a lot more lately, too. Like, he's a, he did a voice on the season premiere of Bob's Burgers. Oh, okay. I think this year. And he has a recurring role on Blackish. Mm-hmm. Uh, was in a few episodes of Kimmy Schmidt, uh, produced, executive produced and coast and like cameoed in a show that short lived show on ABC called The Mayor, mm. and he's done a couple voices in BoJack Horseman. So is he do is he working more in acting or is he than he is his music career or is it pretty equal? I think it's fairly equal. I think mm-hmm. he gets more visibility as an actor because he's Obviously. known from yeah. the stage performances and stuff like that too. But his and he'll do music for movies too. So he did the song I think he did a the rap portion of a song in Zootopia mm. and um, yeah, getting on soundtracks, getting in commercials—that's that's what you want. Yeah, do and he did the whole the whole he and the other person who um, did blind spotting, mm-hmm. uh, Raphael Cazal, Raphael Cazal. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both. He's also in clipping. Also, mm-hmm. I think I think it's the two of them. No. Just kidding. It's not. But he's also a rapper. <laughs> okay. Um, and they did the soundtrack for Blindspotting. Uh, okay. And it's really it's really good. Mm-hmm. So, so you've heard the soundtrack, but you haven't seen yes. the movie. That's okay. Welcome that, to me. No. And this is why we have Rachel on. Because she gave us picks that nobody else picked. No one's going to pick Justin Timberlake? Nobody has yet. <laughs> he's an icon. I didn't put him on my list, but I enjoy him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. Cool. Thank you so much, Rachel. Of course. Till next week. I'm, I'm happy to have something to contribute. <laughs> you always, you have always something to contribute, whether or not it's, I should. Is you, the question. Exactly. We're gonna get her to watch his movie. Yes. Okay. Justin Blindfold. Timberlake did a voice in the third Trek movie. 
<laughs> I figured I had to say that. I, I owe it to yes, the listeners. Yes, we'll always bring it back. There's certain podcasts. There's one podcast, The Decibel Geeks, that are friends of the show, and everything comes back to Kiss. Everything's going to come back to Shrek. Whether it, I like it or not. Whether you like I'm, it or I'm not. I'm just going to own it. Or School mm-hmm. Rock. Yeah. Well, that's what, when, when we use nonstop, it's either Wayne's World or Austin Powers. So we right, all but like it. Shrek. It's okay. It's, it's really okay. <laughs> Forever after Shrek. <laughs> I appreciate you validating <laughs> yes. your feelings, Brian. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. All right. Okay, we're back with Keith. Welcome back to the show, Keith. Thanks for having me back, Brian. I appreciate it. No problem. So for this week's episode, this is actually a perfect one for you because, you know, we're both way into music, and this is kind of a fun one where you have to pick your favorite musicians that turned into actors, and uh, you don't necessarily have to like, you know, the, the music from the musician, and, uh, you know, actually, you don't even have to like, <laughs> it could be either or, you know, you could maybe, you know, like their music, but not like their movie, or vice versa. Most of my picks, I didn't necessarily like the musician, but I liked their acting ability, so I'll be curious to see what, what you came up with here. It's, it's funny that you say that, because pretty much my list are people that I would not normally listen to anyway, ah. but I, I'll watch their movies just about any time, so... Uh, I did have an honorable mention. I have a top five for, sure. for it. So my honorable mention I, I gave to LL Cool J because I'm not too familiar with him in a lot of movies, but I do remember him in, I want to say it was a Deep Blue Sea. That sounds about right. And I think he's in one of the, is it Law? No, it's not Law and Order, but it's one of, maybe one of the NCISs in Los NCIS Angeles. NCIS or, you know, whatever the letters are for. But yeah, I know yeah. he's he's a pretty good actor, but he, he was my honorable mention for that. I was actually surprised how many, well, maybe not surprised, but there's a lot of good rappers that turned actors, so. Yeah, yeah, Ice-T, another one, but he's not on my list. Okay, so. good to know. Uh, so my number five was uh, Courtney Love. Oh, okay, yeah, good one. Nobody's picked her. Uh, batshit crazy as a, a, a performer, but as an actress, I thought she played in was People versus Larry Flint. She was amazing. Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of other movies that she was in, but well, she yeah, famously mean, she, wanted to be in the Sid and Nancy movie from the mid '80s, uh, right? Yeah, but she had her own personal Sid and Nancy movie, I think. So <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, what is your take? Do you do you buy into the conspiracy theory with her and, and Kurt? I think she may have had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I think that I know he was a very troubled individual, but you know what? After you have a, a child. It changes your mindset, and yeah. I think there was more to it than we're led to believe. I don't know if she has anything more to do with it than kind of pushing different things, but you never know. There's so many different conspiracy theories out there for it. Yeah, and there's a great documentary that kind of gets into that. Um, there's a guy, I think it was El Duce, and he always said that uh, he thought that. Yes. Yeah, so very interesting. Um, my number four is uh, Justin Timberlake. That is funny. I just uh, interviewed Rachel today, and uh, that's that's on her short list. And, and it was it's funny because I, I know he did he did a movie with was it Mila Kunis and then mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher did one with Natalie Portman. Yeah, exactly. That were very similar in stories. <laughs> yes. But I'd rather watch the Justin Timberlake one. It just feels more, I guess, gives you the warm and fuzzies with are, that story. Are you sure that you and Rachel didn't talk? Because she said exactly the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we didn't talk. No. <laughs> so I'm going to ask the same thing I asked her. Have you seen Bad Teacher? Yes. Yeah, he's great in that too. Yes, he was great in that. I forgot about that movie. Yes. That's a good one. And and actually, if you're a metalhead, great. There's a lot of great metal scenes in there. Like the, the, the original Ripper from uh, Sad Wings of Destiny is playing. 
Um, there's some Ronnie James Dio where she's smoking a bowl in the uh, in the parking lot of the school. Yeah. So and yeah. Of course, you have the the White Snake. Here I go again. Absolutely. No, it's medicinal marijuana. I have a prescription and everything. And I'm not going to tell you why, because it's between me and my doctor. Oh. Okay, well, I feel better. Thanks. Um, my mom and I made you some holiday cookies. Are those oatmeal raisin again? Gingerbread. Wait a minute. Have it. Watch the bow. You have anything to drink? Listen, word to the wise, stop dressing like you're running for Congress. I don't want to run for Congress. I want to be president. See, that's what I'm talking about. Keep saying shit like that, you're going to get punched. You really want to be president, or is that something your parents want? Look, you don't have to decide right now. You know, who knows? One day you wake up, you decide you want to be a masseuse. Salary plus tips. Think about it. If I think about it, will I get extra credit? Hopeless. Alright, I'm high as fuck. I gotta get out of here. Watch your feet. Yep, yeah, that, that wasn't too bad of a movie. Yeah, it's fun it comedy. Okay. Yeah. Alright, uh, my number three is probably one of the best character actors i think out there henry rollins mm, nice how did i forget henry yeah absolutely and I, I find it funny that this guy that came up in like black flag and this punk genre of music you know anti this anti that he usually gets typecast as playing a cop yes <laughs> what was the movie with charlie sheen he was in <sighs> i think christy I... swanson's in it too I, I can picture the movie exactly, and he played the cop going after him, That's but I right. don't remember the name of the movie at all. Yeah. Another good, along the same lines, is I didn't have him on my list, but you just reminded me, Lee, Lee Ving from Fear uh, is a pretty good actor, too. He was, uh, wasn't he Mr. Body in Clue? Yes, and he was also in uh, Flashdance. He plays one of, the, I think, one of the strip club owners. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now I can picture him doing that. Definitely. <laughs> good call. Yes. Uh, number two, speaking of warm and fuzzies, most of the time this guy's movies tend to give you those feelings is Will Smith. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's on everyone's list. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just – he can get annoying at times, but his movies I like more than, you know, Fresh Prince ever what I liked. So. Yeah. And so what, you, what would be your favorite Will Smith movies? Uh, I'm not a big fan of Independence Day. Okay. I did – was it the – the one where he's uh, where he was poor with his son. Oh, Pursuit that, of Happiness, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah Pursuit of Happiness. It actually takes place in San Francisco. So. Okay. Yeah, that one I liked a lot. Mm -hmm. I even liked I Am Legend up until a point. So. Okay. How about Men in Black? Oh, Men in Black, yeah, of course. And yeah. I did like Hancock as yeah. well. Yeah, so. that's kind of underrated. And uh, I thought you did a great job playing um, portraying Muhammad Ali. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, and he shows different range as well, the way I see him. I mean, at first we all thought he was going to be your typical comedic actor. And, you know, playing Muhammad Ali is a totally different mindset, and he did a great job at he, it. So. He really did. He really did. And my number one, um, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> did you really? You did it. Yep. <laughs> I'm not, glad not someone did. Not for Rockstar. <laughs> not for Rockstar. Okay. 
Um, I mean, he did, you know, when he first came out in movies, you know, was it Fear? You know, playing the badass guy. Yeah. That you weren't r- sure if you're going to like, but he's able to switch it up. I mean, he can play the, the cop. He can play the, the mob guy. He can play, you know, Dirk Diggler and just about anything. I mean, yeah. I, I'd rather watch him in a movie than ever listen to his music. So Absolutely. I mean, pretty much everything he's in is a go-to thing now, whether it be The Departed or, like you said, Boogie Nights. Um, yeah, pretty much Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I mean, he's he's really one of the top actors. It's amazing. <laughs> he, he, I think he kind of distances, tries to distance himself from the Funky Bunch as much as possible. Do you blame him? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I would too, so. <laughs> yes. Well, that's an amazing list, and uh, th- yeah, great job. Do you have any other honorable mentions, or is that pretty much it? No, that was all I had right now on that one. Perfect. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, we're back with Samantha. Welcome back. Thank you. Okay, for this week, you said this one was going to be kind of tough for you, or a mishmash of things. A mishmash, I think, because it's it's like one movie stands out mm-hmm. from like each person, and I there's not like a I don't have like a favorite right um, musician turned actor. Like, so I picked just a couple that really, like, resonated. That's good. So movies that I liked or, you know, and I think they were, they're a really great actor. Mm-hmm. Like, multi-talented people. And for these, you didn't necessarily like their music. Um, I, I would just say I'm ambivalent. Okay. Like, that's fair. The two I'm going to talk about, you probably talked about them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but we'll see. I don't know. Maybe. They're very... Like a traditionally, of, I had a lot of old actors and singers. Oh, yeah, did you so. do like Bing Crosby or? I didn't pick Sinatra? Bing, but I thought about it. Um, Sinatra's definitely on okay. the list, but my number one is Doris Day because oh. she did start as an actor or as a singer. So she did. She, yeah, she wasn't like doing both at the same time. She may have been doing Broadway or something like that, but no, she really. I because I. I wasn't sure, so I did some research, and no, she was doing like radio um, singing and on, oh, on shows and everything before oh, she was tricky. I <laughs> didn't even because she's by think far would be my that. favorite actress. Oh like yeah. Oh, uh, what's that movie? She was in like. Um, she was in a lot of the Rock Hudson. The Daisies. Yeah. Um, the, please don't step on the please Daisies. Don't step on yeah, the, I that was a weird movie. That one was weird. Is that with David Niven? I don't remember. Okay. I like remember I rented it at the library or something, <laughs> and I was like, "This looks cute." All the ones like, with Rock Hudson movie. are good. Like I like Pillow Talk, yeah. even though it's funny to see him on a party line because those have existed <laughs> for years. But um, yeah, those there's uh, that Touch of Mink with uh, okay. Harry Grant. That one's okay. good. Okay. So yeah, no. Oh, good choice. Yeah. You no, know, minor, slightly, modern. Yeah. very slightly <laughs> more modern, but. Um, oh, that's a good one. Okay, so I I mentioned the first one to you when you brought this up to me uh-huh. because I had just happened to watch one of her movies. So I'm gonna briefly talk about Dolly Parton. Of course, yes. Because I happened to see um, I had actually never seen Nine to Five yeah. before, and it's been on HBO lately. Mm-hmm. So I watched it and. It does not age well. Really? <laughs> For you, it doesn't. Uh, well, the I think given like our political yeah, yeah. like space right now, the well, it is kind of relevant at the same it's time. It's and they they win in the end. They do win, yeah. yeah. But it's like even 
the stuff like their boss says. Oh, like, totally. Oh, they could he couldn't get away with no, that now. No. That's kind of what I mean. It wouldn't even um, gone that far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. But at the time, it was pretty. I don't want to say groundbreaking, but it was it was unique uh-huh. at, for them to just. To, I mean, it's they're the main protagonists, the, yeah. the three actresses. So. Yeah, and um, did did it come out in nineteen eighty early eighties? Literally, nineteen eighty. So yeah. it was right during the beginning of like the the end like of the Mad female, Men. Female, yeah. like empowerment, women going to work, mm-hmm. power suits, all of that. So and they kind of reference that because you have Dolly Parton's single, mm-hmm. but or she's married, but she's having kids. Yeah. Um, I'm trying, no, I'm, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda is recently divorced, uh-huh. and then um, Lily Tomlin. She's the single yeah. mom. So, yeah. Yeah. So you kind of have a kind of the, the gamut uh-huh. of, of working women. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like Jane Fonda, she's. No, never hasn't really worked, yeah. and I, I like her character. Um, well, she was the key. I think she helped get it made. Oh, I didn't know so that. she really toned down her look because I think mm-hmm. that was the, that's what it called for. Yeah. And, and then Dolly Parton was kind of your stereotypical, yeah, you know, blonde. And yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I love that movie. My mom showed it to mm-hmm. me when I was a kid. Now I didn't get a lot of, like the mm-hmm. whole marijuana scene. No clue yeah. about that one. Like, why are they laughing? Don't worry. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's funny because they use a lot of dated, like lingo oh, and totally. like stuff it's it's a funny movie it's because to me it felt it it feels like a, a an old movie oh yeah but yeah. i think it is it is still relevant and it's but their funny fantasy and, scenes are great oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one where dolly parton like she's laughing she yeah him yeah like a little pig yeah um yeah like catches him and stuff yeah yeah it ended up being more of a Kind of a surreal movie than I was yeah. expecting because mm-hmm. it, it starts out, you know, you have the three women and oh, here's, you know, a day in the life at work. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they have the little fantasies yeah. and then they take it by like imprisoning him exactly. and setting up all they the think they killed him. contraptions. Yeah. And, but yeah, it sorts out well at the end. And oh, yeah. I liked how kind of Dolly Parton, she does have her kind of like quintessential look oh, yeah. that she's known for mm-hmm. but she was a great actress she was that movie. she wrote the theme song too yeah, yeah. the song's catchy yeah. i i knew that song before oh, i yeah. saw the movie absolutely it was a huge um, hit and yeah i think she's just just like a really like genuine fun mm-hmm. um character and i think it was really good casting so that one on and you part. uh steel magnolias yeah i've yeah. seen that one too i haven't mm-hmm. seen that in a long a long time. That's a one um, and done. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the other one that's lesser known, not as good, but it's still fun, is Straight Talk, where she plays a radio host where she gives advice to people. I and haven't just, seen that. It's typical Dolly. She falls into it. Everyone loves her. She's got, a, you know, she's got, she gives good advice and has a great personality. Okay. So, yeah, there's that one. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Steel Magnolias. I don't know. I think I was, I don't know if I cried. <laughs> during that i knew it was like sad but that one didn't that was, stick with me that was the era of that and beaches and uh-huh. all those yeah kind of tearjerker movies yeah yeah but the cast in that one's good too oh it's really good but yeah it's my, like a who's who. yeah nine to five fun dolly mm-hmm. parton fun yeah i can't name a single one of her songs but i, I will always love you oh there yeah. we go <laughs> it ended up being a bigger hit obviously okay. for whitney houston but yeah <laughs> but yeah so that was oh, Jolene. My... Jolene's a really good song. There we go. That's yeah. a classic. Yeah. Um, oh, funny you brought that up. Um, random person who came to mind mm-hmm. when I was like looking through this is I think the most random, in my opinion, actor 
or musician in a movie. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen Cold Mountain? I know that it's a book, right? It was a book, okay. and then it was a movie that came out in the early 2000s. Okay. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Right, it's Nicole Kidman, Renee Zellweger, mm -hmm. um, and then randomly Jack White from the White Stripes. <laughs> so you came that came to your head because of Jolene, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> I was going to mention him later, but that was a good segue. I didn't know he, so how was he in that? He just played um, kind of like this traveling guy. I think mm -hmm. he he was part of this like traveling group of guys, and I don't remember if they. Oh, this is bugging me. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but. He all of a sudden pops up with this like trio of men, oh. and then there's like a scene when they like play music. Of course, he's like, "Oh, okay, that's what he's doing." Yeah, but I think he also wrote a few of the songs in the movie. <laughs> that's so funny. You put that together, that's but funny. yeah, and then, and then they came to they mind. covered Jolene exactly. So, there you go. Funny little segue, <laughs> but yeah, there's not a not a lot of like kind of like more modern like rock musicians who are. That are migrating over. It's usually yeah. like either pop stars or yeah, rappers. rappers. Yeah, so. rappers lend themselves. I think. I, I'm not saying that mm -hmm. rap is an act, but it yeah. seems like they have to put on a little bit more of a show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. maybe a type of personality. Yeah, I mean, you look at different. Like Ice T, Ice Cube. <laughs> like Ice Cube's become like a family <laughs> actor. <laughs> so, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. Ice-T's been on Law and Order. He, right. Forever. <laughs> I know. And, uh, well, he, he made a cameo in uh, the movie Breakin'. Did those horrible breakdancing movies from the mid-80s that are oh, guilty pleasure. Yes, you're them. way too young. I but Electric Boogaloo? Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. Okay, you know the punchline, but you haven't seen the no, movie. No, yeah, no. He's in that. Okay. So the, and, uh, of course, uh, Will Smith. That was a main pick oh, for most people. yeah. Because of DJ Jesse Jeff. Yeah. Fresh Prince. Yeah, he was a musician first. Yeah. I just think of the Fresh Prince. The of show. course. Yeah, yeah. Not, not not the rapping. But the other one that's the fun one oh, is Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. The Funky Bunch. So. Yeah. Well, he was a model, too. He was a model. So he's, he's probably better known all, as a model. Yeah. All-around talented guy. He's a great actor, actually. Yeah. He is. And so is his brother Donnie, who's in the new kids on the block that doesn't get any love. That's true. <laughs> they definitely went with like a genre for their acting though. Oh yeah. You know, very specific. The tough guy, uh, uh -huh. Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So what is Yeah, the on that tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Try to recover from that. Um yeah, I think so Dolly Parton was moving one because that came to mind. Um, but I did want to mention Barbara Streisand. Of course. Another basically yeah, the same era. I think she's a, just a very talented actress. Yeah. And I always thought that was kind of surprising because doesn't she have like stage fright issues? She does. And she doesn't like perform anymore no. and all that. But that makes sense for movies because then you can kind of segment it and, and probably regiment true. it where she probably won't be good on stage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think maybe that, you know, when you film a movie, it's different. But the one... So she's, you know, in a couple films, but the one that came to mind for me is The Way We Were. Oh, yeah, with the rubber red. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really it's good a one. It's a sappy mess. Yes. But um, I really liked that movie when I saw it. Mm -hmm. It's. I think I um, I always associate that movie kind of with love story. Mm. It's that same period of... Have you seen it yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, of you course. You saw it? Yeah, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, we yeah. talked about it. Yes, love story, we, definitely, we, we and I've seen it. this too, yeah. But it, they came out like around the same time, yep. and they start out as like... You know, they're in college, they're different, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, yeah, it was another another tearjerker. Yeah, is that and, era? And, 
So yeah, I think that that was probably my favorite for hers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen the Star Is Born that she's in. Yeah, it, it's okay. And I mean, that's it, like so such the thing right now. She actually, the Star Is Born. I'm actually really looking forward to that. That's the Lady Gaga version. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen the '70s version. It's fine because I I don't mind. Chris Christopherson is actually in my top ten. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I mean, she actually did, does less of the like the show tune type music in mm-hmm. that one, so it's kind of more modern, uh, well, seventies modern. Um, so she, yeah, she's good in that. Uh, you know, there's Yentl and there's Nuts and there's stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you know, yeah. The one when she was in with Nick Nolte, what was that in the in the eighties, maybe early nineties? Oh, I forgot. Yes, I don't know. I think I got critical acclaim, but yeah, she's in a lot of movies. I've seen mostly her older ones mm-hmm. like hello dolly of course yeah of course uh is yeah, it funny yeah. it's not funny girl is it yeah she's a yeah, funny. funny girl yeah um oh god i haven't seen that in a really long time mm-hmm. um but that's another cute one i yeah prince of I'd... tides is what she was in with nick nolte okay yeah. i haven't even heard of that yeah i think it was early 90s okay oh here it is 1991 I found it. So if you picked Barbara, did you pick Wise Minnelli? No. Oh, I'm surprised. No. She didn't even For Cabaret come and... to mind. No. She's a weird no. one because I'm not... She might have been singing at the same mm-hmm. time. That's why Judy Garland's tough because I think she's yeah. pretty much equal. Because there's that whole generation where they... It, like, I think unless you grew up with them... You need to it, do everything. It's yeah. all kind of... Well, I, I'm like from from my perspective, mm-hmm. like it seems like they're known for doing everything. Yes. But maybe you know, if you were alive back in the '40s, yeah. you know, like oh, well, they, you know, they put out all these little records, yeah. And then oh, then they started doing the movies, but. Well, that's why my list is kind of scattered with your Dean Martins and your. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't really care about. I you know that's is fine, but like I liked his acting, so yeah. So I think that's it. That's it. Oh, those are good. <laughs> see, ramble. We went on a tangent. You need to go. The takeaway from this: C nine to five. So yeah, that's, it's a yeah, fun one. It's a fun movie. It's a fun and movie. You'll have the song picks. stuck in your head yeah. for weeks. Absolutely. So. I'm not sure I'm going to go back and watch Funny Girl, but that's you know, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Samantha. Thanks. So we're back with Metal Mike Tyler. Welcome back. What's going on, brother? How you been, man? Good, good. Of course, it's also DJ Metal Mike Tyler, so always listen to his uh, sh- his shows on every Tuesday and Fridays on that metal station. Plug, plug. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So <laughs> for this week, we're going to do something near and dear. We're going to talk a little bit about music, but it's going to be musicians that turned actor. Now, you may like the musician, may not, but you probably like the movies they were in. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what you came up with. So who are your favorites? Well, I, I had a list, and, uh, you know, as much as I'd like to try to find metal, there's not very metal, many metal musicians that have become actors. I mean, they've put done cameos, or, you know, I mean, Gene Simmons did a few films, and, you know, Ozzy done a few con- cameos, but mm-hmm. I don't think that really counts, no. you know? Maybe Gene, you know, but but my number one would be Cher. I think Cher is a fantastic actress. That's funny because that was my that was going to be my number one. It's my number two, um, but uh, Doris Day took her place. So oh yeah, I never even thought about Doris. But Cher, nice. Cher in the eighties was untouchable when it came to acting. 
Oh yeah, yeah, she was. She, I mean, and just look how many great movies she did. Yeah, I mean, it was just like she was on a roll, man. What would be your favorite for her, uh, movie-wise? Probably, that's a good one. I would have to probably say Mask. Yeah, I mean that. I thought she was just amazing in that film. I thought that was a really good movie, and even if it was a movie I didn't care for. I always thought she was good in it, but Witches of Eastwick would be another one I really liked a lot. That's a fun one. That's a great cast. Yeah. Okay, what are your other ones? Well, uh, Will Smith. I think Will Smith's made some really good movies. I'm not really as big on his action films as the movies. Like, the ones where he's taken more of a dramatic turn, you know, uh, those are the movies that I like. Okay, so like Pursuit of Happiness, those types. Yes, of yes, I thought he was phenomenal in that movie. I mean, not not that I mind his action films, but the movies I like best. I mean, I thought he was great in the Men in Black movies. I like those, and mm -hmm. the Pursuit of Happiness. I thought he was fantastic in. And what was the one? He Seven Pounds or something? Yeah, about the heart, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a. That was a trip, too. And he was great so, as Muhammad Ali. Yes, he was. Yes, yeah. he was, man. At first, I was like, Will Smith is Muhammad Ali, but I got to give the guy props. He did a hell of a job. Absolutely. And then after that, I would say maybe David Bowie. Yeah. You know? He, yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he hasn't done a whole lot, but I mean, obviously, Labyrinth, mm -hmm. uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth was a good one. Mm -hmm. um, and I like, uh, I loved, I love the fact that he played Nikolai Tesla in the uh, Prestige. I thought that was really cool. Ah, uh, that's a good, good call. It's funny. You're the first person to mention the man that fell to Earth. Most, most people haven't seen that one. Yeah, I saw it once when I was a kid, and I thought it was kind of trippy. And I always liked David Bowie, man. I don't like everything he did as far as his musical stuff, but what I love, I love. That's right. And Ziggy Stardust fucking rules. Yeah, I mean, of the ones you picked, he music-wise, he's probably the best. Right. Yeah. Well, we got uh, Barbara Streisand. You mm -hmm. know, I really have enjoyed a lot of her movies. I, my mom, my dad, and my mom were big Barbara Streisand fans. So, you know, as a kid growing up, I saw the way we were. Uh, I think The Mirror Has uh, Two Faces was a good movie. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the The Prince of Tides was a good film. She's made a lot of good movies, and of course, she did the uh, 1976 version of A Star Is Born, which I thought was well done for the time. Not as good as the Judy Garland one, but. Sure. It have you seen good. the most recent version? No, I have not, man. Yeah. And I haven't listened to your latest podcast, bro, because I'm like, I don't want... Is there any spoilers in that podcast? I made sure there's none. I mean, there might be, you know, very minimal, okay. but I pretty much just talked about the music, but... Good, good. Then I'll listen to it. Movie-wise, it's one of the best... I'll give this away. It's one of the best movies that wasn't a superhero movie I've seen in years. So good, good. really and enjoy that's it because we need more like, you know me, I, I, I'll i admit it. I'm a fucking fanboy. I'm a comic book geek. I grew up on the stuff and I love those characters. And I love the fact that finally Hollywood has woke up and started making movies on those properties that are good quality films. With that being said, though, like I said before, I am concerned. I don't want them just flooding the market with it, though. Right. You know, I love comic book movies, but it's like, come on, man, let's let's get a little bit more variety, folks like. There's there's other good films that can be made, and it just seems like here lately they're just so focused on that that I'm afraid they're going to end up hurting the genre they before might. they're all said and done. Because and then what are they going to do? Because it's like that's their cash cow, right? It's just stupid, man. It's like I understand they make money, but we need those stars and borns. We need yeah. those type of movies. Yeah, and like the Queen biopic that's coming out. That that yeah that, yeah. Um, another great film that I really liked. It, it was a neo western called. Um, Hell or High Water. That to me, that's the last great movie I saw besides The Stars Born. So. Oh yeah, that was a, oh that was a phenomenal movie, wasn't it, brother? Yeah, God, no, no, so no CGI, no like tons of explosions, just good acting. 
Yeah, great acting, and and I mean, come on, man, Jeff Bridges. Does the guy ever make a bad it's, film? It's really? true. It's true. Anyway, right. uh, who, who are your other uh, singers? Frank Sinatra. Yep, Frankie. absolutely. <laughs> you got to give Frankie his due, especially uh, the Manchurian Candidate. I think is just an absolute masterpiece. Probably the best film I feel that he ever did. Yeah, um, I enjoyed The Detective. That was a good movie. Yeah, he did like uh, that way trilogy. Ahead of his time. Yeah, he did like a trilogy of detective movies, like Tony Rome. And uh, he was uh, the lady in the cement. You know those yeah, kind of movies. Yeah, uh-huh. those are fun. Yeah, and Elvis Presley, just because those are fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Kid Creole, King Creole. I mean, and fucking, you know, Jailhouse Rock, and you know, Viva Las Vegas for Anne Margaret. Yep. obviously, absolutely. Uh, you know, so I'm trying to think of anybody else, but those are the ones that are just immediately sprung to my mind. That's perfect. As always, thank you so much, Metal Mike. You are very welcome, my friend. Stay metal. All right. One more cool thing before we get into my picks for this week is we are officially on Spotify now. So if you don't use iTunes, if you don't use the Podbean app, you can go to Spotify and get all of our past episodes. You can stream it on there. So if you're a Spotify user, you can go find Damn Good Movie (laughs) I can't even say my own podcast. Damn Good Movie Memories. Yes, I know what I'm talking about. I'm the host, right? Okay, so go to Spotify, look for Damn Good Movie Memories. You can stream all of that stuff. And yeah, so if you don't want to use iTunes, you don't want to use Podbean, you can use Spotify as well. All right, before we sign off, we do have t-shirts are available for sale. All you have to do is go to tpublic, that's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, and you can get your very own Damn Good Movie Memories t-shirt. You can get all sizes, any gender, you can get whatever you want just at the tip of your fingers. So just go to tpublic.com, look up Damn Good Movie Memories, and you can get your very own t-shirt. If you enjoy this podcast and are an iTunes user, please do the show a favor and head on over to the official iTunes page for Damn Good Movie Memories. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. This will allow the show to appear higher in the algorithm and spread the joy of this podcast to the masses. If you are not an iTunes user, you can still listen and subscribe on Podbean at damngoodmoviememories.podbean.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook under our Damn Good Movie Memories page. You can also listen to a limited number of episodes on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode of Damn Good Movie Memories. I am Dr. Fuck. And I'm the actual alcoholic. And we are part of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. We are the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. That's right. The way you can check us out is we are on iTunes and also Podbean. And we forgot a review recently. I got this review right here. It says right here, it says, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast is the greatest podcast in the world. And it's my number one podcast signed by Science. Now, and then Science also says... Science! Science also said... My second favorite podcast is It Doesn't Matter, The Rest Suck. Rock and Metal Combat Podcast on iTunes and Poppy. Check it out. Science!